0: Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. So glad you can join me today. Uh, I'm going to hit this topic one more time. Know your numbers. Oh, I can't tell you how often I have to repeat that to people. Know your numbers. Look, if you're in sales... Which is probably yes, because you're listening to this podcast. Even if you're a manager, a sales manager, you gotta, you gotta, not you have to, you gotta know your numbers. What do I mean by that? When somebody asks you about numbers, you gotta know your numbers. Let's go through what numbers you need to know. If I am talking to you, I'm a sales manager, I am talking to you as a salesperson, and I say, what's your quota? You can probably give me that offhand. But then if I ask you, How many deals do you currently have in your pipeline? You should be able to answer that number. If I ask you, what's your close rate? What's your win rate? You should know that number. If I ask you, what's your average deal size? You should know that number. How long does it take you to close a sale? That's your sales cycle. You should know that number. If you're a true sales professional, you should know that number. When you look at industry, I ask you, how fast is your market growing? You say, I don't know. Again, credibility loss. Your customer can also sense that. If I say within your market, your sector, how fast is your sector growing within that market? You should know, have an idea. Is it a 3% year over year growth? What is it? Know your numbers. If I ask you a question, how many direct competitors do you have? Notice I didn't say how many competitors you have because you can have direct and indirect competitors, right? So, but if I ask you, how many direct competitors do you have, I can't tell you how many salespeople choke on that question. How many direct competitors do you have? And I need you to list out five to seven. Now, I had people say, well, well, Victor, we got too many to count. Well, that's not an answer. Here's a better answer. You can say something like this. We have over 50 different competitors in the market, but the three to five or seven that we're consistently bidding against are these. See, that's an answer. That is knowing your market. That is knowing your numbers. How about pricing? If I ask you about pricing and your competitor pricing, can you tell me? For this product that you sell the most of, what does your competitor typically sell it at? What is your competitor's average discount when they're selling into this market? Do you know that? When we look at product specifications, can you tell me specific numbers about your specs? If I ask you what's the frequency range of that product, can you tell me? In other words, know your numbers. And again, too often we focus on what we have to say but don't really fill our heads with these details. I know a lot of salespeople says, you know, Victor, it's not really about the numbers or knowing details. It's really about, you know, you know, really connecting with the with the with the buyer. It's really about, you know, getting them to like you because people buy from people they like and trust. And blah blah blah. Yeah, look, if you're selling cars or you're selling, you know, uh, cheap watches, great, that stuff will work. But if you're in a long sales cycle, B two B sales cycle, where an average deal takes three to six months to close, trust me. That isn't going to work. You got to know your business. You got to know your numbers. You got to know your business. You have to know your numbers. If I asked you right now, on average, what is is the industry norm for this product? In other words, in this market, what is the industry average for this number? Let me give you an example. If I'm talking to, say, somebody in the furniture business, right, and I want to ask them, what is your average deal size in the furniture business? they should know that. But more importantly, you should have what the norm is. Let me explain. When I'm talking to a customer or a business owner, and I'm, I know their market, again, they're in the furniture business. I know that the average deal size for somebody in the furniture business is, let's say, $2,500. I know that's the industry average. That's the industry average. Then I'm going to ask the customer, what's your number? Now imagine, I'm talking to a customer, I said, look, the industry average for a da-da-da, sales item, da-da-da, whatever it may be, is 2,500. Mr. Customer, does that line up with your number? Is that higher or lower than where you're at? Now, what did I just transmit to that buyer? What did I just transmit to that buyer? That I know the industry. Now, if he says his number is higher, they're selling more, that's great. That means they're doing exceptionally well, but if they're selling below the industry average, that means there's room for improvement. By understanding numbers, I can also gauge how much my customers understand about their own business. Let me say that slowly because you'll miss it. By knowing my numbers and telling the customer the numbers, the customer first says, this guy knows. Victor knows what he's talking about. I can tell he's studied his business. But what you may also find is that the customer doesn't even know their numbers. Now, this is interesting because if the customer doesn't know their number, that means they haven't studied their business well enough. Is that an opportunity? I think so. Because if you come in, again, this is how you position yourself as a trusted advisor. If you know the numbers better than your customers do, if you know the industry averages, better than your customer, you know the numbers of companies similar to theirs more than they do. You have more intelligence, business intelligence. You are now in a position where you can guide this sale. But the customer will look at you as a trusted advisor because apparently you know your numbers. You see the power in that. You've got to know your numbers. Now, here's a simple tool that you can use to really scope out, and I'm talking about competitors right now. You can scope out your competitors. What I want you to do is on a sheet of paper, when you get a moment, draw, you know, you draw the y-axis and x-axis, right? Vertical, horizontal. On the y-axis, the vertical axis, draw the word price. That's your price axis, right? The y. On the horizontal x-axis, write either a product or a competitor. Product or competitor. I would like to write a product down. So if you have price on the vertical, price on the vertical, Product on the horizontal. Then what you want to do is start mapping, like what your competitors are selling their products at. So, for example, if I'm selling a microphone, right, I'll look at my product at price and I'll put a little dot on that little grid. Said so this is what I'm pricing it at. That's me. Then I'll look at what my competitors are actually charging for similar pricing. This allows me to visually see where my product stacks up against other products in the market. And again, knowing what other people are charging, why they're charging what they're charging, allows us to have a better conversation with our customer. Knowing your numbers is about having the data to be persuasive enough when you're talking to a customer and help them see the differences between what you're offering and what somebody else is offering. So when the customer says, I can get it cheaper, you know, from... Ex-competitor, you're going to say, "No, you can't." Here's why: because you don't know your numbers. And when you know your numbers, you're able to talk to the customer in such a way that you say, "Look, you're not getting, you're not comparing apples to apples or oranges to oranges. Let me tell you why you're not doing that. Let me walk you through the details. Here are the numbers. Here are the specifications. When you can come at selling from that perspective where you know numbers, then all of a sudden you are going to be perceived." totally different than just some slick salesperson coming in trying to sell something. When you know your numbers, when you know what your personal numbers are, when you know what your customers' numbers are, and what, when you know what the, the market numbers are, what the trends are, what the growth is, all these three things collapse under you being an expert in your business. You wanna know why some people are very successful in selling no matter what market they're in? Because they understand all three numbers. They understand their personal numbers, right? Their your close rate, their average deal size, number of opportunities. They understand that. They also understand the customer's number, where they're at, what they're selling, where they're struggling, but they also understand what's going on in the market. And if you can put those three things together, you will become a great salesperson. You simply got to know your numbers, market numbers, and your customer's numbers as well. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. We're adding courses every month, almost 400 videos, 13 books. It's growing. Check it out. If you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.